Hey, hey, hey. This is Christina Combs with Beauty in a Bible. I pray that the Lord will bless, bless, bless any and all who listen. Please, please, please do a written review at the end of the episode. And that will help get the word out to anyone that has not listened. I pray many, many blessings upon you guys, and I love you so much. Thank you so much for supporting my podcast, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Okay, so hopefully this works okay. (laughs) I'm trying something a little different this morning and I have a doctor's appointment so what I'm doing if well I better put my windshield wipers down first that would probably help a lot (laughs) we have gotten a little snow here so I have my wipers right anyways so I'm gonna do this one while driving to my doctor's appointment um I mean, it's just simply me talking through my earbuds, so it's not like, you know, I don't have both hands on the wheel or anything. Just if you hear a vehicle, I apologize. Um, But this is a lot of where I get my me time, is when I have to go somewhere, like to the doctor or something. Then I get me time, you know, because... I don't take the kids and stuff with me to my doctor's appointments. Um, But anyways, um, if you guys could, I mean, I'm driving, so obviously I'm not going to be bowing my head. But if you guys don't mind, let's just go ahead and say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we've come to you this morning, Lord, asking that you will just take control of this COVID because Lord it is really it's like one thing right after another and I know in the Bible it talks about plagues but Lord if you will please Lord just help us with this COVID so many of our people are getting to where that they're mentally you know more or less mentally unstable which you know that due to this COVID and they have fears that they've never had before in which that could honestly be your plan and father if it is I just pray you know that your will be done in whatever the situation you know whatever the situation is but lord I just pray that you know the people will start to gain to gain closer to you because if not we're not going to make it with this and if more plagues come upon us I don't know how we'll survive without you Lord I I wish that you would just take our nation back over again but I know that it has to you know the people has to put forth an effort to give our nation back to you to where that we can be one nation under God again but we really need to be If this doesn't open people's eyes, I truly don't know what will. But Lord, I just pray that you will bless my listeners, anyone that tunes in, anybody that listens, even if it's just for a few seconds or a minute or however long, Father. I just pray, Lord, that you will bless them. 
keep a hedge of protection, Father, around our children, Lord. And I pray, Lord, as my husband goes for this um, new job this week, Lord, that you will just bless him. If this is where you, you know, where you want him to be, Lord, I pray that you just bless him. And I thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for my family and everything that you continue to do, dear Lord. In Jesus' blessed name we pray. Amen. Um, so honestly, I just really didn't have a actual, um, I really didn't have an actual idea of what I was going to do this time. I just knew that I was going to be, you know, road tripping by myself. I have my earbuds. I have a total way, you know, of recording hands-free. So why not take the opportunity? But um, honestly, something that I feel is, you know, is real important and has been really strong on my heart, something I've been praying about, is that we will become one nation under God again. And literally what that entitled, you know, what that takes is effort from all of us. It takes all of us on earth, you know, taking steps to put the Lord above everything else. Like, in order to become one nation under God again, we're all going to have to turn to the Lord during this time of turmoil. You all think COVID is something? COVID's not going to be anything compared to what is going to, you know, what we're going to face, you know, as the Bible plays out. And it is playing out. You all don't even realize just how, you know, just how much it is playing out on a daily basis. Do I feel like that COVID was probably man-made? Most likely, and it got way out of hand. They don't know what to do with it. But you know what? That's why you don't play with stuff like that. You don't play with the Lord. That is the main thing. You don't play with the Lord. He has control of everything, every single thing. We may think, we may think that we have control over a situation, but you don't have any control without the Lord. It's not going to go how you need it to go or how you feel it should go, whatever the situation is, without the Lord. I had a lady message me and ask me, you know, about um, my visitation and sharing my children and stuff and how that goes and everything. And I was like, look, at the start of this split visitation, was it, you know, all roses? No, no, it wasn't. Is it roses right now? Why no? I mean, but is the Lord moving in this situation? Literally with every situation that arises, does the Lord move in it? Yes, he does. He fights my battles for me. I don't have to fight those battles. He fights them through me a lot of times and he guides me on how to respond and, you know, what to say and how to bite my tongue when my tongue needs to be bit, you know, and he helps me a lot, like tremendously on how to compromise because 
if the Lord didn't, you all, you have no clue unless you know me, like know me, fully know me, how stubborn and hard-headed I can truly be. Like, I mean, I can absolutely, I can be awful. I have been awful. But when the Lord takes control, when you allow him into your heart fully and you give him control, it plays out completely different complete opposite okay you will have patience that you've never had before you will have understanding that you've never had before you know this lady she had all these concerns you know about this child and how that the dad hadn't really been in its life you know and how that the child will come home and it'll say that dad was mean to it or whatever and i said from my experience, I said, this is not saying that this is what happens in every, you know, custody issue or whatever. But just from my experience, my children tried to play both sides of the field. Okay. And that's what I told her. I said, sometimes I ride the rumble strips, y'all. I apologize. My husband says that I like I'm from the yellow line to the white line, and honestly, I probably am. But anyways, um, sometimes the children will play both sides. It's not always like that. Sometimes when a child comes to you, you know, and says, "Hey, so and so is being mean to me," I mean, it's always good to address it, but you need to let the Lord address it. You know, he may address it through you, but either way, you need to let the Lord address it. Because he will fix it to where that there ain't no question about it, and it's fixed exactly how it needs to be fixed, okay? Like, in my situation, there at one point, it took literally, you know, my ex-husband losing visits for, like, three-month period. And in that three-month period, I did a prayer journal where I prayed solely for him and his relationship with our children and his relationship with, you know, his significant other and with their children, you know. And I was like, I prayed that the Lord's... At first, I was greedy and I was selfish when I first started out. I was like, Lord, just remove them completely from him. Father, just give me full custody. And then, after like the first week of praying like that, I was like, my prayers changed. And literally, it was the Lord guiding my prayers. He didn't want me to be disappointed once I realized, hey, those children, you know, are going to be in their daddy's lives. Their daddy's going to be in their life. And this is how you want it to be. This is how, you know, you need it to be. Um. But uh, my prayers changed to, Lord, I pray that your will be done. I pray that he will mature and grow into the father that my children deserve, that his child deserves, that his significant other's child deserves. I pray, Lord, that he will be the spouse that, you know, his significant other deserves. You know, I pray that they will seek, you know, the Lord, you know, that they would seek you and... Um, that, you know, his relationship would grow. I prayed for him financially. Like, 
and the Lord moved in our custody situation. I mean, he did, like, you know, in the way that we communicate. Like, this lady said that she had trouble communicating. And just like I told her, I said, you may not like the advice that I give you. I said, but, because she asked for my advice. And I said, well, I'm just going to tell you what I did in this situation. And literally, I told her about the prayer journal and turning it all over to the Lord. And I said, um, you know, we struggled with communicating and stuff before the Lord took control of the situation. I said, if I were to ask anything, he would get very defensive. He would get angry, you know. I said, but now, I can call him. I can text him. I can FaceTime my children, you know whatever, you know, if the situation is needed and he doesn't get angry, you know, and at times, like, if he does start, you know, slipping up, I don't feed it. I don't feed his anger. I'm just like, hey, let's not do this. You know, let's not step backwards. Let's keep going forwards, you know, and like, like the one time with the preschool issue, I'm sure you guys have, you know, if you've not listened to that episode, you know, about my parenting or about being like Mary or how I do what I do. Like those are good episodes. If you are in a situation and you just don't know what to do when it comes to your children and co-parenting or whatever, that's just what the Lord done for me. It's, Honestly, like, my advice to her was just to turn it over to the Lord. Like, you literally have to turn it over to the Lord. If, you know, you have not because you ask not. I'm going to put it that way. You have not because you ask not. You have to put forth an effort. I was putting forth the effort to protect my children. The Lord saw that I was putting forth the effort to protect my children. He saw that I was afraid for my children and that I was worried. So in fixing the situation, how he fixed it, it eased my worry. I don't have the fear that I had. I didn't have any coffee this morning because I have a doctor's appointment and... I just didn't drink any coffee, so. But, I mean, he, his, how he worked it out completely eased my mind. And that's what I was trying to explain to her. And literally, that's my advice to anyone in any situation. I don't care what the situation is. You have to put it in the Lord's hands. If you want it worked out how it's meant to be worked out, how the Lord sees fit for it to work out and how it's going, you know, to work for the best for you, you need to turn it over to the Lord. Because if you don't, you're going to spend, you know, your life fighting and miserable over whatever this nonsense is. I mean, because literally, you know, when you look back on it, it's nonsense. It's silliness. Like, You know, what he and I argued over was such silly, silly stuff. I mean, stuff that could have just been answered with a simple yes or no, you know, or something like that. Or like me just simply trying to tell him, hey, the kids come and said, you know, this. Or the kids come and said that. And he would take it immediately as, 
you know, she's accusing me of this or whatever. And that weren't the case. But men that have been traumatized, women are not the only ones who have ever been traumatized. And men that have had trauma or have, you know, suffered a hurt or something or a heartbreak or whatever. And a lot of times they won't admit that they've even suffered that or whatever. But they have a trauma response as well. So you take someone, you know, like me, for instance, you know, as much abuse and stuff as I went through mentally and physically, the mental toll on it, like the mental and verbal was the absolute worst is what I struggle with the most. I would 10 times rather you just absolutely backhand me than downgrade me or whatever. And a lot of times, whoever's causing your trauma knows that. They know you're weakest. And, um, and, and mine is like my children as well, you know, of course. Like, don't, you know, don't mess with my children. But um, a lot of times, a man has faced some kind of trauma or some kind of heartbreak or loss or something. And that's just how they've learned to respond is to be defensive, you know, and to take everything as, you know, like, oh my gosh, they're out to get me, you know, and that's not always the case. It's just how that they have taught themselves to look at it. It's their security blanket, I guess I should say. It's their sense of security. Um, and a lot of times too, when, you know, like when a man raises his voice or whatever, a woman will back down, um, especially if you've been through trauma and you've faced verbal and mental abuse. A lot of times, I don't know if you notice it or not, but I've noticed myself that like if someone raised their voice to me or whatever, or their tone was a specific way, I would back down. A lot of times men will pick up on that as well. It's like, hmm, I know how to get her to shut up. Or I know how to get her to do what I want her to do. I just simply have to raise my voice or, you know, use this tone or whatever. And she's going to she's gonna curl up in a ball. When I say that the Lord can literally work out any situation for the good, he can. It literally just takes you putting it in his hands. Okay. Y'all know I've been struggling because, you know, we lost my father-in-law and my husband. He had took off work and literally February 1st will make a month since, you know, he's been off work. His job didn't, you know, they didn't pay any kind of bereavement pay or anything like that or FMLA, nothing like that. His job didn't offer nothing like that. Um, but... Not everybody looks at it the way that I do, but I do feel like I was selfish in a way by trying to push him back into work. Like I was trying to push him, you know. I had good intentions. Like, you know, I wanted him out of the house because I didn't want him to lay in there and get down and depressed, you know. And then, of course, financially, you know, we needed the financial stability and stuff, you know, and the financial security. But I should not have pushed him 
like I did. Like, you know, I wouldn't have wanted him to done that to me. Like, I, you know, you don't know how you're going to respond to a situation until you're in that situation. Like, you don't know how you're going to grieve or whatever until you're in that situation. Me, like, I, I don't know. I would probably totally lose it, you know, without the Lord. I mean, I would he totally lose it. I know that I would. It would literally take the Lord, you know, holding my hand for me to be able to make it through it without completely losing my mind. And he had like two weeks there to where that literally he slept four or five o'clock in the evening and stuff. But I... Like, you find out who your friends are as well whenever you go through something such as this. You'll find out who's there for you, who has your back, and who don't. And a lot of times, people that expect you to have their back, they wouldn't have yours for anything. But I messaged, you know, his friends and family, and I was like, hey, you know, it was the guys, because the guys can get you out of the house quicker than anything. I was like, hey. He needs somebody. He's not going to tell you all what he's going through or how he's hurting, but he's hurting. Like, he is struggling big time, and he needs someone, and he needs them now. Like, he needs someone to talk to. He needs, you know, someone, you know, to just go out somewhere with, get him out of the house. I don't care what it is. Just help him. Just, just help get him out of here. Get, you know, get his mind somewhere else. Okay. So, like, they started messaging him and stuff now. And um, he's been playing Fortnite with some of them and stuff. And, you know, he's started getting up earlier. He's, you know, like, just doing more and stuff. And he knows the bills are coming due. And there's no way to pay him like he's gonna have to do what the man is supposed to do you know you you take the man is supposed to be the head of the household it doesn't matter if the woman works or not in the bible it tells you the man is supposed to be the head of the household he's supposed to make sure that his family is taken care of Back then, you know, women didn't work outside of the home or whatever, and the man was the financial provider. You know, and that's the that's the situation in our marriage is he is our financial provider. Um, I was worried, but that was just the devil trying to step in and say, where is your God now? Where is your God while you're going through this trial? You know, you might as well give up on your husband. You might as well just go ahead and get a divorce because he's not going to go back to work. He's not going to provide for you. What are you going to do? You know, you're going to be in a mess. You know, your electricity is going to be turned off. You're not going to be able to take care of your children. You're going to lose your children. I mean, when I tell you guys that yesterday I had a full-on breakdown, I was crying like a child, loud crying, big, huge crocodile tears. I mean, I was, it was bad. It was really bad. It really was. And then last night... As my husband was sitting there, um, he was getting ready to play Fortnite. He said, um, you know, you don't have anything to do Tuesday, do you? And I was like, no. 
I don't, and he's like, well, Tuesday, I'm going to go up there because he had to watch the kids for me today so I could come see him at the doctor. He's like, well, Tuesday, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to apply, you know, this place of employment. And um, I said, okay, you know, and he's like, hopefully, you know, if nothing else, they'll let you start by Monday or something. And I was like, well, yeah, I, you know, I hope so. He said, you know, it might take me two or three weeks to get everything caught up. He said, but I'll, I'll get it all lined out. And my response was, I know you will, honey. I know you will. Because I've been praying for it and the Lord's working it out. Not only have I been praying for it, but my friends and family have been praying for it as well. The Lord's going to work it out. He's going to move in this situation. And when he fixes it, he fixes it right. Sometimes we make moves that aren't of the Lord, that the Lord, you know, ain't in. And that's when we mess up. When we make moves that the Lord have hasn't approved of, we really mess up. But had I listened to the devil a couple weeks ago, I would have done put him out. I done gave up on him. Like, we'd have been fighting like cats and dogs. Like, it would have been on, you know. But that wasn't, that wasn't what needed to happen. He didn't need anyone to give up on him. Besides for me, his daddy was his best friend. Like he was. So part of him is missing now, you know. And every time he looks in the mirror, his dad's looking back at him because he is a splitting image of his daddy. I mean a splitting image. So it's hard. But what I'm trying to say here is if we would put the battles that we are fighting as a nation, as, you know, family, as friends, um, as spouses, if we would take those battles to the Lord and give those battles to the Lord, we would be so much better off. The Lord would take care of it how he sees fit for it to be taken care of. It's a whole different ball game when the Lord is playing the field. When the Lord is there and he's the one, well, when he's coaching. When the Lord is there and he's coaching the game, you get better results. You're going to win. How the Lord sees fit, you're going to win it. You're going to win that game. I'm going to go on in here to the doctor, but I just wanted to talk to you guys as I was coming up through here. Just let you all join me in my drive. Um, I love you guys. And I just pray that in whatever that you all do, that you put it in the Lord's hands. No matter what situation you're facing, no matter what has come, you know, against you or whatever. Don't give up. Let the Lord help you. Let him fight your battle for you. Let him work it out. Let him coach you. Let him guide you. You know. I love you guys. And I will catch you in the next episode. I hope you have a wonderful day.